Hello and welcome to episode 79 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the karma police themselves, Adam and Grace. Good morning. Nice to see you both. I don't want to be lumped in Good with the police. Good morning. <laughs> You're the karma pigs. The karma pigs. The pigs. My, my NWA attitude's going up. <laughs> so good. I was looking at um the, our ratings around that time yeah. of N- the NWA albums around around the mid seventies, mm. you know, for early seventies, mid seventies, and it goes like this: Matt scores it three, Adam scores it two point five, Grace scores it two. Right. Mm-hmm. That that happens consistently for five weeks straight, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like rap albums or R and B, whatever. Wow. There was a miserable we time in... going on in music. Yeah, it was. It was a very sad time. Just in music? Mm. Or, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not a miserable time now because, Adam, you just had a birthday, right? I have. I Woo-hoo! have, yeah. Last, literally last week, this time last week. Yeah. Come on. We put Alvinilo on hold just for Adam. Thank you. As, yeah. as rightly so. Mm. <laughs> That's what should be done. Yeah. Which is not what happened. No. What happened was someone couldn't do the date we usually do. So then we always default to a Saturday. Mm. And then Adam's birthday was a Saturday. So then we were like, oh, well, what can I? <laughs> oh, well. but, <laughs> but Adam, you're uh, you're 27 now. I am. That, far too close to 30. This is the problem. Oh, is it? It's really creeping up you're on me. You're approaching the other side of the hill. Yeah. We, God. The other side of the hill. I'm soon to be under the hill. <laughs> proper proper Bilbo Baggins. What's happening? We're a very rock star age to be. Well, yeah, this is this is what you said to me, which was which was a fun thing when uh so we went to see the Beatles get back rooftop concert, which is very nice. And uh and <laughs> Grace Matt just said to me, he went, You know what, Adam, if you were gonna die, which you shouldn't, but if you were gonna, this is a really good year for you to do it. <laughs> It's the age. <laughs> it, it is the age. I can join Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Wow. She died 27. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Robert Johnson. We should put someone in this list that didn't die. <laughs> Brian May. Brian, Brian May didn't. Yeah, that's true. Courtney. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I think. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a bit brutal. <laughs> yeah, let's think about all the people that didn't die. <laughs> well, what I wanted to know was. But in your week of being twenty seven, mm. what is the most rock and roll thing you've done this week? <laughs> well, we've we've just been I mean, we've just been talking about how uh off the air, how um for my birthday I got a weighted blanket. <laughs> so the most rock and roll thing I've been doing is being cocooned in a weighted heated blanket. <laughs> um scenario. Not That's a bad about thing. as rock and roll. About as rock and roll as it gets. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. And how are you, Grace? How's your week been? It's been good. Um, I've been enjoying not being twenty-seven. <laughs> yes. Feeling feeling young. Stop. <laughs> yeah, no, feeling good. Grace, how old are you? I am a twenty-one. Matt, twenty-one. Lies. Well, that isn't true. <laughs> I'm twenty-five. Is it? Got nothing to say. Hmm. That's- I've got nothing to say. It's just 
<laughs> the thing is, is when you turn 30, mm. I feel like you're going to be in a crisis mode where it's, it's pretty sad, you know? Maybe. Well, you the fact that you used to do it first, you just can calm me down. Mm. It's all good. Mm. I'll be I, ready by then. We are... We like are the weighted blanket for your yeah, uh, age. You're calming my anxieties. Like a nervous dog. Like a nervous dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you were telling us, Adam, about do- there's blankets for dogs and it says nervous yeah, on it. So you, you like... know not to approach them. <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Timid. I'm shy. That's what I need. Don't approach me. Don't approach me. Back off. I would like one of them when I'm around animals. <laughs> I. T- I am always nervous around animals <laughs> and children. <laughs> just, <laughs> just anything small, really. <laughs> anything smaller than me, I get a bit worried no, about. Don't show trust. That's it. There you go. Brilliant. Well, we are going to be looking at the album OK Computer uh, by Radiohead from 1997. Come on. Mm. What a year to be alive. What a year. We weren't all alive in 97, right? Yeah, we were. Some of us barely, but yeah. Oh, we were. Barely. So nice. Come on. What were we all doing in 97? Anyone got any? Oh, living my absolute best life. Yeah, same, probably. (laughs) (laughs) There's only two. (laughs) They blew I don't remember anything. Do you know? You'd have been been seven, six, seven? Six. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Maybe that I remember the Spice Girls were around. So that's about it. Mm. Yeah, Wannabe. I remember seeing Wannabe on the TV and I was like, whoa. That's... I want to be there. I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a young age to be saying that. Don't know. Know. Yes. Six. Six. But yeah. Favourite Spice Girl? Sporty. Yeah, th- is the correct I answer. Sporty is the correct Although... Jerry Halliwell. Mm. Is it? I, she got a good voice too, I think. I think those two are the, probably the talented ones. I was into, not into, but you know, I was into Mel B for a while. Well. Like that rap in um, yes. Waterby. I'm into it. <laughs> I knew that off my heart at a certain point in time. It's not a bad one. Yeah. I just, we can all agree though. Victoria, posh, she's, she's bringing nothing. To the party, mm. right? She just brought the money. She, she's, but I like what she brings though. Even though it's not much, really? it's like it's just a vibe, and a you know what I mean. True. Only in the nineties could you do that. She's not a vibe. I I think she's a bit of a vibe. I'm a David Beckham fan, so you know that's true. You are. I will. You know, I'll defend her. <laughs> yes, so there you go. That's the hill I'll die on. <laughs> Victoria Beckham. <laughs> A posh head. Unexpected. <laughs> Brilliant. So no one has any other memories from 97? Nah. But, I mean, none of us really have any memories. But, um, yeah, you have some history for us, I think. I do, I do. Sam, 1997, something very big happened in the world of science. Oh. The first successfully cloned mammal is revealed by the Roslin Institute. For absolutely no points at all. Can you name the sheep? Dolly. I can. It's Dolly. There we go. Dolly the sheep. Good old Dolly. Saw a uh, conspiracy theory that... uh, It's not a conspiracy theory, actually. It was a a line in Seinfeld. Someone said that they didn't actually clone the sheep. Uh, They just had a curtain. Just kind of... Oh, look. Oh, look, there we go. 
It's just, it was just like a magician's crap act. I'd believe that, to be fair. I'd, I'd believe that too. Um, guys, something else big happened in the world of animals. But not real animals, fake animals. The Lion King musical on Broadway debuted. <laughs> de- debuted? Debuted. There we go. Debuted. Is that word? What a sick debuted. musical. I've never seen the stage show. <sighs> so good. But I hear it's, it's good. It's so good. Yeah, both of you, have you? I hear, I hear very good things. Mm. I cried. I don't like musicals at no all, way. but I cried when I watched I that. I love that. I love I've, that. So our, our sister, Hannah, Man, my sister. Oh, your sister, Chris. You know, um, <laughs> our, our sister Anna has um has the soundtrack in her car, and she used to play it sometimes when we, you know she'd drive around. There. I'll be honest, chills every time I hear it. So good because it's so like the music to the cartoon is pretty great. Mm. Won Oscars, won Grammys. Mm. Pretty, pretty mm. great, and sends chills down my spine already. But the the musical's just another level. When they actually sing it. oh, It's authentic. I think that's what it is. So good. Mm. I think this is what, going very off topic, that's what happens when you have authentic singers and like authenticity. Mm. Just Mm. creates those special moments. Beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, The Lion King's sick in it. There's a few times Mm. when I will shed a tear in The Lion King. It's pretty good. Pretty. The opening credits, Mufasa dies. Can you feel the love tonight? Mm. I am. Beautiful. Those three moments, I'm having a moment. Beautiful. Honestly. The cartoon line, sexy. Shed his hair over. I mean, I'm What about it. when he sees his dad in the sky? Uh, oh, that's always good. Oh, yeah, four. See, there mm. you go. It's absolutely brilliant. What about so the last the last scene where it starts to rain? And as it, as it starts to rain, he goes on Pride Rock. Five, five moments. <laughs> I'm just crying all the way through. <laughs> Little fact about um, that that last little bit where he's like going up the mountain and going up Pride Rock the mountain going up Pride Rock and like it rains and stuff um, <laughs> I don't I can't remember who the who was the composer for Lion King is it Tim Rice yeah Tim Rice so, I keep wanting to say Tim Vine but he's a comedian he's so a comedian. that's not definitely not that's not definitely him. not Tim Vine but um, I saw a thing where Tim Vine Tim Vine you got me doing now where Tim <laughs> Tim Rice Tim Rice was saying that he um he was not going to do The Lion King. He, like, didn't want to do it, like, composer for it. Um, but, like, his kids or someone said, oh, no, you should really do it. And he's like, oh, I can't be bothered, but whatever, I'll do it. And as he was doing it, a few months previous or, a few like, a year previous to him doing it, his dad had died. And then he didn't realise, but as he was, like, creating all these overtures and stuff like that, and as he was creating the music for the final scene where Simba goes up Pride Rock, he was actually grieving his father through that process. It's a really oh, wow. mad video when he talks about it. Wow. It's like I just poured out all this like emotion, and that's why it's like so epic and goes so hard for a cartoon. That's so good. It's Aww. like again authenticity, emotion. Moment six of me crying. Oh, there you go. Like, so next time you see that, ever. just think Tim Ray. Tim Rice is really pouring his heart into this. Yeah, and it's it not just about, and it worked because and a bit of Elton, a bit of Elton Spice as well. Elton was on top. On top form. Elton's top never form, on yeah. top form. Oh, no. What? Don't Elton come at John. me about Elton John. Don't oh. come at me about Elton John. Elton John, are you messing? No, don't come at me. The rocket man himself. No. Benny and the Jets, are you mad? Don't come at me about him. We won't. Not anymore. 
Gosh. I'll wait till Saturday night. <laughs> and that'll be the time. It's a, it's a Saturday. Saturday. Well, off Elton John. Mm. To something else that's magical, in our opinion, not yours, Chris. Oh, something else that Elton John is magical. <laughs> the first book in the award-winning Harry Potter series by oh. J.K. Rowling is published. Harry oh. Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um, however, in the US, can you tell me what it was released, what name it was released under in the US? The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Close. No. Close. The- isn't it the Sorcerer's Stone? It is the Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. Yeah. Who because would be the for some reason, it, who would be the apprentice? If anyone in America, of our American friends, can let us know why you guys don't know what a philosopher is. Well, you have to change that to a sorcerer. I mean, <laughs> philosophers are Soren Kierkegaard, Immanuel Kant. There's lots of them. Like, we all know what a philosopher is. Come on. Just, anyway. Sorcerer. Can I just say, mm. I, oh, someone's got an alarm going off. Someone's alarm go? No. Oh, I had a little alarm. Can I just say, I got no time for Harry Potter. No. Expelliarmus. Oh. <laughs> Crap. I tell you. Absolutely no time. Oh. My absolute childhood. You're absolute wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. It's the no. best. El- Hot take, Elton is better than Harry Potter. Oh, my dear, that's an actual sin. Well, stop. That Comparing apples and oranges. to hell. Wow. Take that invisibility that blanket is... and stick it over it's all It's a cloak. I don't want it's to see it. It's a weighted cloak. invisible. <laughs> <laughs> it Harry can Potter be was nervous. Sneaking around. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, the books, forget the movies. Mm. Forget the movies. I've not seen them. No, forget the movies because the movies are okay. They're not as good. They're not as good. They're not as good. Because the books, I tell you, mm. I, I slipped into a fantasy world. When I read those books when I was younger. Special source. And I thought, I could be Harry Potter. I've got green eyes. I've got (laughs) messy hair. Does he have green eyes or brown eyes? I always forget with Harry Potter. I can't remember. They change it because Daniel Radcliffe has a certain colour eyes. Again, the films can get Mm. in the bin. Mm. Not in the bin. They're okay. But, you know. They are great. Listen, I'm bored. Can we move on? (laughs) We will. To the final fact that I've got, which is a bit of a sad one, a bit of a sad note. Um... Mother I Teresa. Think I know what it is. Mother, no, oh, I no. I left is. out the Diana stuff because we've got oh. we've talked about Diana so much. <laughs> We're virtually a Diana podcast. I mean, she was okay. She wasn't great. Really, come on. Have you seen the Crown yet, Adam? I've seen bits of the Crown. Yeah, I have actually. This this podcast is just the Crown. An update <laughs> from if Adam has seen the Crown. Um, yeah, I have. Not all of it, but I've seen bits of it. Still hate them. <laughs> Still think the yeah, Royals but... are dead. Don't care. <laughs> oh, well. Queen's got COVID. Fair enough. And what? Does she People have COVID? <laughs> right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, Liz. Oh, don't Chris, own Liz. She's, she's fucked. She's had it for two weeks. She obviously don't care that much. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> don't own it. All I want her to do is hold on so that I get my extra long Jubilee weekend off. Mm. Then she can die after that. Is she turning 100? No, it's a platinum jubilee when she oh. ascended to the throne and got given a title that doesn't shouldn't really belong to her. Oh, she didn't want it. God. Oh, what? Behave. God. She didn't want it. Well, who wouldn't want it? It's the no. easiest job in the world. I'm going to walk around, shake a hand and say, ew. <laughs> and I get to live in a free big house. Oh, sorry. Two big free houses. And I have all the money in the world to fund my paedophile son. What? Exactly. 
garbage. The lot of them. She's disowned Honestly. him now. Oh, no, she hasn't. Just, she given him just money. Paid absolute mil. Twelve mil. Yeah. yeah. Fund that to that person that you've never met in your life, but give her the money anyway. Yeah, nice. Shocking. Mm. Anyway, Mother Teresa died in nineteen ninety seven. Who was well, apparently not that nice a person. Oh. No, it's a bit rogue, isn't it? Tell me everything. She she used to like keep the money to herself and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. And, and no, I'm very... starting to realise there's not that many good people in the world and the people no. on top <laughs> are not that good. <laughs> I wanna tell you, there's not any good people in the world. <laughs> I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna ruin it, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, just disappointing because everyone's like, Oh, you know Mother Teresa. Well now I'm better than her. And what? <laughs> I'm better than I'm what? You think you wear a white little shawl? You're better than me. You think you're better than me? Remember that song? You're cooler than me. Remember that song? Yeah. We're designing the shape. Yeah. So, yeah. That was similar stuff. I did start to pick up a list of people born in 1997. Um, I I didn't know half of them, really. Uh, Lil Yachty Apparently he's only like 24 Which is mad I thought he was older uh, That was kind of the only one That I could really think of There's no one like famous famous You know what I mean We're going into proper boomer territory here, aren't we? Where we're like, there, was, there was no one born in 97 <laughs> like, There's bound to be like These kids who are just millionaires oh, That we just don't know about All of them Absolutely And it's bad because they're only Two years younger than me But I'm like I don't recognise A single one of these people <laughs> Start your TikTok cha- channel, Adam. Get, get it going. No, absolutely. Make the no. mill. There's a um, just to go off topic a little bit. There's a Netflix documentary, um, called Hype House. Have I ever seen it? And it's about TikTok stars, and these kids just don't have any problems, but they just say they do. It's a bit sad. Like that's not giving them credit. They've all cut. Co- like <laughs> all of them come from like these like broken homes, and then they all just get big on TikTok and move out to California or LA or wherever it is and all live in one house. And they, Sounds tough, and, But they're all driving around with like Lamborghinis. It's a massive house. All they have to do, literally their only job is to make a video with this energy drink in it and half of them can't be bothered. Is it? One guy's like doing all the work. Like, guys, you just need to make some videos. Just make some videos. Six seconds. Just make some videos. And they're like, nah. <laughs> so what are you doing? That's mad. I was just like, I, I dislike all of you <laughs> intensely. That is the way. I think we're going to come back to this because this is um, this is an important <laughs> chat yeah. for the album we're going to talk about in a bit. Oh. But, um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good. That. But anyway, that's some 1997 stuff. Come on. Do you want to know some albums that came yes. out? Desperately. Um, t- desperately. <laughs> Homework, Daft Punk. Mm. Tell tell me when you've heard, like listened to one of these albums. Okay, okay. I'm going to read a list. When? Now. Yeah, when. Around the Fair, Deftones. Can't say I ever have. Modest Mouse, The Lonesome Crowded West. What? <laughs> that doesn't sound real. <laughs> Blair by Blair. Ew. Never. Ew. Still never. Blair wow. Blair are crap. <laughs> Oasis all the way. Uh, Oasis all the way. Yeah, fine. Oasis all the way, but they have some good songs. Song two. That's it. <laughs> that's on this album. Well, that's the only one. What about uh, 
House in the Country, whatever that's called. Country House. What's it's it called? a terrible What's song. song called? That's a terrible song. Right, also, Park Life. It's just good because it's a meme. True. Uh, the Velvet Rope, Jared Jackson. Nope. Nope. Still not listened to it. Life After Death, Notorious B.I.G. Nope. Did we not Hello, do this on this podcast now? N- no, no, not, not yet. I think it's coming up. Oh, yeah. uh, Nimrod, Green Day. The Colour and the Shape, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters? No. Butterfly, Mariah Carey. No. Oh my goodness. Uh, Baduism, Erica Badu. We've listened to that one. That We've one. listened to it. Come on. Uh, not because so we wanted to. That's why. <laughs> so cultured. Be Here Now uh, by Oasis, which isn't a great Oasis album. Really mad sounding album. Um, everything you know that Oasis thing where they want everything to sound big yeah. like that album is, is like all, absolutely mental is all around the world on Be Here Now uh, I think so yeah. that one goes on it's so. like got five different key changes in it's mad mad yeah. and the drums just sound mad mm. and the guitars there's like 700 guitars God, on it. Big, like, but uh, a bit know. try hard uh, and the verb <laughs> try <laughs> absolutely try hard <laughs> Noel Gallagher calling you out as a try hard <laughs> Come at me. Uh, and the Verve Urban Hymns, which you'll have heard sing- a song of, yeah. whatever that famous Verve song is. It's a sweet symphony. Yeah. <laughs> which they made no money off. Oh, here's one Dude Ranch, Blink 182. There you go. Brilliant album. I love Dude Ranch. And oh, Super, uh, Super Duper Fly by Mr. that came out this year, too. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. But, there you go. but it seems like not. An amazing list, really. Not a peak year. Not much was going there on. You go. Yeah, I just want to name one more as I got to the end of the list. Oh. Come on over, Shania Twain. Oh. Now, Shania that's what it's Twain. all about. Oh, Shania. <laughs> oh, Shania. Let's go, girls. <laughs> right, brilliant. Well, shall we talk about OK Computer? Mm. Go on then. So, OK Computer is the third studio album by English rock band Radiohead, released uh, in May 1997 on EMI uh, through Parlophone and Capitol Records. It was self-produced with Nigel Godrich, and the arrangement that they kept with that, like the self-produced Nigel Godrich uh, arrangement, they kept for subsequent albums. Uh, other than the song Lucky, recorded in 1995, Radiohead recorded OK Computer in Oxfordshire and Bath in 1997 and early 96. I did that the wrong way around, strangely. Uh, mostly in this historic mansion, St. Catherine's Court. The band uh, distanced themselves from this guitar-centred, lyric- lyrically introspective style of their previous album, the Bend, which is funny because it's still quite a guitar-heavy <laughs> album. Um, but um, OK Computer had like abstract lyrics, densely layered sounds. So even though you have those guitars there, there's loads of other sounds in there. And they're quite eclectic sounds and influences laying the groundwork for Radiohead's later, more experimental work. The album's lyrics depict a world fraught with rampant consumerism, social alienation, emotional isolation, 
and political malaise. Uh, in this capacity, OK Computer has been said to be an incise and like a, prof- a prophetic voice. I don't know if we can use that term for this, um, but for the 21st century. And so what we're living in now, they're kind of talking about there. And so like something like Airbag is talking about how like a car has crashed and so like it could kill you, but the airbag saved you. So it's that kind of like abstract to look at how um, technology works. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. You're already off this, right? I see. We'll Uh, see. Okay, brilliant. Um, So despite lowered sales estimates by EMI, who deemed the record uncommercial and difficult to market, OK Computer reached number one in the UK album charts, debuted at number 21 in the Billboard 200. A Radiohead's highest album entry on the US charts at the time and was soon certified five times platinum in the UK. Come on. Double platinum in the US. At the songs Paranoid, Android, Karma Police, Lucky, and No Surprises were released as singles. Um, the album expanded Radiohead's international popularity and has sold at least 7.8 million units worldwide. Wow. Crazy. Uh, a re- remastered version came out uh, in 2017, which is probably what we all listened to because I couldn't find the, mm. the un. The unmastered, that's not what it is, but the unremastered <laughs> version um, on our streaming sites. But yeah, and it is a highly critically acclaimed album. Uh, citing it as some of the, some people say it's like the best album of all time. It's the Sgt. Peppers of the 90s. Uh, different things like this. Loads of bands have come out from this. So like bands like Muse. Bands like I was into this band, um, Porcupine Tree. Were you ever into them, Adam? <laughs> no, but I remember you listening to them. I do remember. I that. was into them, yeah. And when I was listening to this, I was like, Oh, this is like Porcupine Tree. And I realized, <clears throat> Oh, no, Porcupine <clears throat> Tree. I like Radiohead. <clears throat> That's where that's come from. Um, so a lot of like progressive, um, new age stuff. I don't know, progressive music has come from Radiohead. So there you go. There's a lot to be said for Radiohead, but we'll probably stop there. Uh, and we'll get some opinions. Who would like to go first? Shall, shall I? Come on. Do I agree? Okay. Um, okay. First three songs are forgettable. Scrap them. Oh, my goodness. Scrap them. Don't need them. Scrap them. I mean, yeah. Um, I do. I do like... Let's, mm-hmm. be, let's, start, let's start positive. I do like their kind of ethereal... Chorusy sound, lots of electronic noises, like you said, Matt. Um, kind of fits with the whole Android computer theme. They've got a theme. They've got a brand. They're going for it. I'm, I'm on board with that. I don't hate Tom York's voice. Hate the way he spells his name. Hate it with a passion. But I don't <laughs> mind his voice. It's good. Is that not just how it's spelled? No, T H O M. It's not how you spell Tom. T O M. Tom. Tom Yorkie. That's his name. Yorkie. Tom Yorkie. That's what I'm calling him. Anyway, so I don't hate Tom York's voice. I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's very. Well, I'll I've got a comparison for it mm. in a minute. But um, exit music for a film on the tracks, very muse, muse like muse clearly inspired here, um by the by that track, um you know which is I don't mind muse, 
Muse kind of go a bit heavier with it, don't they? But you can hear the influence that radio had had on Muse. I yeah. think Muse are overrated. Fair. I, that's what I. That that yeah. I, I don't. I'll, Twilight I like three songs. Muse. Twi- <laughs> Twi- <laughs> that's, a, that's a controversial opinion. <laughs> that baseball scene. Whew. That's it. Done. Done. The best choice um, they ever made. Yeah. Um, I'd never listened to Karma Police. Never heard it. Bored. Dud. Oh my. This is crazy. It did nothing for me. Mm. I'm like, wow. eh, this is okay. Um. If I'm going to sum up Radiohead, mm. this is my penultimate point, but if I was going to sum up Radiohead, to me, if you think about early Coldplay, where they're a bit yeah. whiny, a bit dull, a bit wet, you know what I mean? Radiohead are just an edgy, try-hard Coldplay. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like, hey, the world's on fire, man. <laughs> but also... Yeah, but also uh, Android's dream of electric sheep. Uh-huh. I've read 1984. <laughs> I, yeah, shut up. It's not like um, REM them. It's better than that. No, it, it's better than that. Like, it's not... I'm not saying it's bad. It just is what it is. Which You're just is, not saying it's good. Which it, I'm just not saying it's good. It's not for me. I can understand why some edgy teenagers in the late 90s were like, Millennium's going to be like twisting your melons, man. To use another <laughs> 90s phrase. You know what I mean? It's just it, it does cowabunga. Man, the Simpsons it won't last. Uh, like shut up. It, it screams of a privilege. Are they from London? The, the radio. <laughs> you're about to call everybody out from London as being privileged. Is it just reminds me of some some pale faced teenagers from Camden. Smoking <laughs> weed for the first time, you're like we should form a band, man, and we should be about computers because you know Y two K's on the way. There we go. Oh. There we go. Man, have you heard about Y two K? It's gonna be absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, that's Radiohead. That's ra- it's Y two K panic in music form. Panic. However, wow. to end on a very positive note, oh, I was because I was bored and disappointed mm. until no surprises when that song kicks in. That riff. That that little riff that does something to me. That is a magical bit of writing. Um it's 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 kind of beautiful and airy um and kind of haunting and just I I think it's great. I think it fits over like if you put that over a like a really sad scene in a TV show or a movie, <laughs> it fits it perfectly. Don't know why. But it's just a really that's an iconic riff. That's great guitar tone, right? I think if someone asked me, like, what's great guitar tone, I'd be like, this would be one of the songs I'd have to show because it's just clean, but full bodies. Mm. It's atmospheric, but clear. It's beautiful. It's it's so... It's great. Yeah, and it kind of builds and kind of drives a little bit. Not too much. I thought it built a lot more than it actually did, but that's a great song. Um, That kind of... Saved it a little bit for me. Because that's the I kind got, of iconic thing that Radiohead did. But yeah. I got a bit of a thing for like riffs that repeat but don't get boring. Yeah. So like there's only five notes, but you could listen to those five notes over and over again for some reason mm-hmm. because they're in such a pattern that like, and maybe those five notes go in a different order at a certain point. Yeah. But you don't really notice and you, I got a real thing for stuff like that. But um. But just, so that, 
that is, I think, just an iconic. Yes, that'll do. Mm. Well, Grace, what did you think? Um, well, I think I'm in a similar position. To be this honest, this is terrible. Absolutely because terrible. In my head, Radiohead, quite well known, right? In you, in your Radiohead. In my in my Radiohead, um, and I'm looking at the people's reviews, and there's all these awards that they're nominated for. This critical acclaim, which is applied to everybody nowadays, apparently it means nothing anymore. I've got a critical acclaim. Everyone does, but it got. Uh, <laughs> <I've> got critical. <laughs> um, but there's all this talk about like you know it this initiated stylistic shift in Britain's in Britain in British rock away from Britpop towards melancholic atmospheric alternative rock that became more prevalent in the next decade. It's so wonderful, mm. is it? <laughs> It gave us James Blunt. (laughs) I like James Blunt. But Tom York said in an interview, right, after their last album, he didn't want to do, this is a quote, didn't want to do another miserable, morbid, negative record. Yeah, but after his last album, that's because he's been doing it for 30 years, Trace. But no, after the one before this. Oh, right. And I'm like, well, Tom, you haven't succeeded yet. (laughs) <laughs> you've yeah. you, you've really failed on that one. It, it's miserable and it's miserable. morbid and it's negative. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he took the break, sure, take a break, but don't be making promises you can't keep. You know, you know. Um, but I wasn't angry about the about the music. The guitar sounds great no. for sure. Mm-hmm. It annoys me that the vocals don't feel properly mixed. They feel so lost in the mix. And apparently, it's because they didn't use audio separation. But I, but I think that's what makes it sound good. I think that makes it sound terrible. Wow. I've not got a clue what he's saying. Is he talking about all this weird stuff with the airbag? I don't know. I've not got a clue. Tom, I can't hear you. The guitar's too loud. Can't hear a word you're saying, hun. You got lost. Oh. You're three doors down. I can't hear you. You're three doors down. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> And then because you can't hear what he's saying, there's there's nothing like to hold on to other than just the music. And just the music can easily be background noise. You're doing your cleaning, you're doing your cooking. You're not really listening to background noise. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's sad, right? Every song is sad, apart from engineering. That's the only lively song, the only thing that's going on. Sam walked in at that point and he was like, oh, I need to listen to more Radiohead. This is sick. I was like, oh, You've been deceived here. This is the only <laughs> this is the only one like this. The rest is just sad. Now don't get me wrong, I love a sad song. Taylor Swift loves a sad song. Uh, right. It's classic, isn't it? No. She's it always comes no, back. She's known for her sad songs, right? She loves a sad song. But she has a way of making a sad song marvellous. You listen to it, you're vibing. You, you listen to him. But I've heard that fourteen minutes of all too well, and that is that is boring. No, sir. Oh, no, no it's not. That is boring. No, sir. That is so boring. <laughs> no, she is, Just give she, me the no. four minutes. <laughs> no, sir. Nah, See, man, that, that 10 minute version is a bit special. The greatest storyteller of all time. You can't change my That's mind. not true. That's it's not, not true. true. It's not 10 minutes. That's the biggest lie you've it's ever told. It's a lifetime. <laughs> the greatest storyteller of all time. Yeah. That's what you yeah. said. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's, no, she was J.K. Rowling. No, I was just going to say, we spoke about Harry Potter. No, get in the <laughs> But anyway, she knows how to make a sad song fun, right? You'll be crying because you lost the lovely life, apparently, for the tenth time. But 
It's great. This one, you listen to it. You're more depressed than when you started. <laughs> it's just it's just miserable. And you they believe- love to make a song sound like it's going to end. And you're like, all right, we're wrapping up here. And then you're like, oh, oh no, we're starting all over again. Have you listened to All Too Well? Can I just... <laughs> No. When I was listening, when someone showed me that, we were at uh, my family's house. I don't know if you were there, Adam, but, I, but I, at one point I was like, I think you were there actually. I was like, is this repeated? Are we still on this? Like, <laughs> is this still going? But that's a one-off, do you know what I mean? She doesn't make every song to song. But, but that is but true. Every, practically every song on this album, you're like, all right, it's ending now. Oh, oh, oh no, it's not. Oh, we've gone again. And it's the worst thing. Pack it in pack it in i didn't realize i was just angry about it but apparently i am yeah <laughs> so no i don't think i'll ever listen to this album again trash get out oh I'm, I'm taking their prisoners today absolutely yeah, <laughs> um i thought this was the best album we've listened to so far on the podcast You're i'm not lying. even joking you I'm not even joking. I knew you'd enjoy this. This is right I, up your street, to be fair. I absolutely loved it. Do you know what? I'd never listened to Radiohead. Never, ever given it any time. No. Think um, of the things we've listened to. I know. And this is... This, Aretha Franklin. This, Miles right, Davis. But this, right. This Miles Davis can gen- get a bit. No, I, I liked that stuff. Sure. But this kept me more engaged than that no. stuff. I, I, oh. I've had this on repeat nonstop. I've been like, this, this does not... Bo- I don't get bored at any points. Are you okay? Do you need to talk? I'm fine, thank Are you. Are you concerned? I was fine until coming on this call. <laughs> Are you concerned about Y2K? The Millennium <laughs> bug. <laughs> but I don't. I don't find it like. I don't find that it sits sits on like. I think it sits on the fence of depressing and not depressing. I think it looks at the future. So like that thing about the airbag, it doesn't say, like, oh the car nearly killed me. I'm gonna kill myself. It says, I nearly died, but the airbag saved me. It sits on the fence of what technology. But it's not revolutionary, but it isn't interesting. It's not as depressing as you say it is. It's more. It's deeper than that. Did you have to Google you know the lyrics mean? to know what you were saying? An airbag saved my life. No, I heard that. You know, <laughs> first song, you know, first chorus. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was musically clever i i don't agree with you about that um spatial awareness not awareness what's it called that's in that's when you're in the car <laughs> what's it called spatial um like spatial audio well, well that's what that's what apple music call it isn't it? but um well oh it's vocals in the mix the audio yeah. separation yeah i didn't because there's there's a beatles song right grace well called <laughs> yeah blue is right Oh, and, what an um, absolutely great song. And they recorded it in this tiny room, right? And they were all like, oh, this is going to sound a mess. And it literally sounds so sick because they're all just in this tiny room. Mm-hmm. And like, they were like, from that moment, they were like, right, we need to try and get that again. We need to try and get that. Rather than like, and they do the opposite. They stick like amps in like staircases and do the whole Led Zeppelin thing. Like, and I really appreciate it. I think there's something different about hearing like, I don't know why, but you can hear the difference between a guitar that's just got some reverb on it that a <coughs> computer makes mm. and a reverb that a staircase makes. And that sounds stupid, but it really does make a big difference mm. to it. And that really engaged me. And every time 
I thought, oh, I know how this is going. It did something different. Like, oh, I know how this sound's coming. Oh, I think this sound's coming here. It did. It was a different sound, like the mellotrons and the organs. And even the guitars don't sound um, like obviously guitar-like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they do something different. And I kind of like the bars of 4-4 four, four, that then go into 7. You know what I mean? Like, the 8 into the 7s. And it, it tells you, like, we're going to do it this way. And then the next bar, it does it a different way. I just... It keeps me engaged. It keeps me thinking. Mm. And I, I just thought, like, to do... There's loads of bands you can play as complicated as you want, but they can't write songs that are catchy. Whereas I think, like, Karma Police and No Surprises and Paranoid Android are catchy and really enjoyable. So I don't think I'm a Radiohead fan, but I am a definite, definitely a fan of this album wow. in a big way. I, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah there we go Mixed any other thoughts I, I will say my dislike is not against Radiohead in general because they have High and Dry great song incredible one of my favourites and they mm. did they did what's the other one Freak Weirdo yeah mm. what's that what's that one called Um, oh, so very special, Coca, Coca, that, but whatever that is, yeah, that's a great song. So I don't think my dislike is against Radiohead in general because I think they've got some gems. Mm. But this album, because everyone says like you said, Sergeant Pepper's of the nineties changed the face of the world. Like it, it probably did have a very big impact. Like I can imagine teenagers grabbing hold and be like, oh, it's incredible. Ah, oh. you know what I mean. Mm. But for me, it just doesn't. This album doesn't do anything. But yeah. I, I'm not against Radiohead in general. Yeah. I don't think it's the Sgt. Peppers of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I think that's a big claim, do you know what I mean? But, but I do think it's, I think it sounds excellent. I just think it sounds amazing. Do you think there was a Sgt. Peppers in the 90s? Uh, no. Can, can I be controversial? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I'd say the thing that maybe came close to it potentially a Nirvana record do oh, you know one. what uh, that is exactly what I was going to say I was going to say Nirvana and then I thought well but it doesn't like the thing about Sgt. Peppers was like how crazy different and like how much time was put into it mm. whereas I thought I mean it, it, it is crazy different than the Nirvana album but yeah that's, I, pro- that's probably close to the Sgt. Pepper of the 90s it's difficult because Sgt. Pepper's had an effect on both sides of, like, the Atlantic, like, worldwide. Whereas I think Nirvana really just had an effect on Britain, maybe, and just, like, brought over that American grunge culture, which we had yeah. punk over here, but, like, it's a step evolutionary, isn't it? Yeah. Diff- different, difficult question. Hot take. Mm. I think Wannabe is the Sgt. Pepper's. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only I, I just... i i just thought this sound is amazing anyway i thought it was the best sounding album we've listened to like sonically i thought like spatially i i I just don't hear that like the lyrics are oh betty it's like i hear like i can hear guitars everywhere and i can hear the bass and i can hear the drums and the vocals are dead center and i I think it's quite hard to get that that's like spatiality thing but obviously we don't all agree (laughs) 
But yeah. I don't you think it's mad like um just back on that thing that we were talking about before about those kids in that what was it hype what was it called? Hype house is that what you called it? Yeah, hype house, yeah, yeah. Like the fact it's called a okay computer and we say things like hey Siri and Alexa, like <laughs> okay, that's Google. mad, isn't it? Mm. Isn't that mad though that like that was ninety uh, seven yeah. and now we're doing we literally do that. You know what I mean? Hey, to be fair, that is that is good. I think you've missed it, guys. I think you <laughs> Maybe. I think you need to go back and listen. Maybe. Just get me tinfoil hat on. Because you, <laughs> but you know what though? No one was saying okay computer. Like why would you say that? Mm. True. True. But we but you know, that is That is pathetic. our life. Mm. Saint Thumb. <laughs> thumb. The thumb you, thumb you okay. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, there you go. Well, I didn't think we were going to... Do you know what? I literally thought we were going to all be on the same page. I thought we were all going to have loved it. I literally thought that. I knew you'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't think I was going to like it, though. Uh, so, you know, maybe you guys know me better than me. <laughs> but there you go. Brilliant. Should we take a break? And then we're going to talk about uh, Moments by Jamie Webster. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Well, we are going to talk about uh, Moments by Jamie Webster. And Jamie Webster is an English folk singer, singer-songwriter. I've just said I sing twice. Because uh, I was from Liverpool. Woo! Yay! A former electrician who initially sang cover versions in local pubs in Liverpool City Centre. In October 2020, his debut album, We Get By, came out. Released by Modern Sky UK reached a peak of number six uh, on the UK album chart and he became uh, the inaugural number one artist for the newly formed UK official folk album chart. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. I mean, let's be honest, it means absolutely not, but you know, there you go. <laughs> and he became famous or like sy- synonymous with this kind of like Liverpool football club um, supporter culture where they started being good again um and mm-hmm. starting going like <laughs> going through europe and doing this stuff and he would tra- he started traveling the world with liverpool and so he's like a the, the guardian described him as the semi-official musician for the football club um and webster began like headlining fan affiliated appearances for the champions league um like final boxes and like the parks and stuff like that um <clears throat> and he played in madrid in 2019 to 60,000 fans and there's like a video of him playing songs like ale 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 and stuff like that and i'll tell you now i just gotta get out here because this is my opinion but i hate that liverpool football club nonsense that is like <laughs> Oh, we're so historic. We're so, there's something special about us. Blah, blah, blah. Like they're literally just a football club, like everyone else. But they think they're so special, man. And I thought that this guy is—he's one of the reasons, man. He's like clop, clop, clop. Just like you're just a football team. You know what I mean? You're like everyone else. Yeah, you've done well. Well done. You're not special. Well done. You know what I mean? But um. That's my personal opinion. But I came into this album thinking, oh, if I just have to listen to annoying, like, Liverpool, a boss thing (laughs) stuff. Scouse chants. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? Sometimes, like, Scousers are great for that, like, love of the city. Mm. But sometimes they they just do your head in with, like, 
I'm from Liverpool, not from England. Oh, shut up. Like, oh, no, Scout's not English. No, right. shut up. You're from, <laughs> nah, man. You're from both. Nah, no, I know no, you no, don't no, want to no, be no, in a Tory no, no, country, no, no. but you are. Do something about Sc- it. Scout's not English. Scout's Republic. <laughs> no. Scout's not English. Up the Scout's lad. All that does is alienate everybody else. I hate it. Anyway. Everyone else is an absolute tit. Scout's not English. Adam, you live on the world now. You're a will. The, the, it counts. You're not even part of it. <laughs> it counts. You're a squirrel now. <laughs> Chester till till I die. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, what's happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's why I thought this album was going to be yeah. like, and um, because all that flipping stuff went viral, um, and you know people love it, but I do not because I'm not a Liverpool fan. You are not people. I am not a people. I'd rather listen. I'd rather cry in my room to Radiohead than listen to anyone celebrate a football game. All right, yeah. <laughs> that's what. I'd be rather. worried about. Be worried about the airbags. You'd rather cry, <laughs> cry to Lion King. I'm more introspective. Oh. All right, but anyway. So, what did we think of the album, guys? Uh, Adam, do you want to go first? Same. Okay. First of all, on my notes, good Scouse lad. There you go. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> that's worth two points alone. He's gonna end up with he's gonna end up with five stars at the end of the sound, sound kid. No. Um, in the best way, uh, he's got a similar vibe to Jerry Cinnamon. It's kind of got that kind of vibe to it. I thought um, they're more of a full sound like Sam Fender, so it's more it's like a mix between the 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 Jerry Cinnamon folkness and the kind of singer songwriter Sam Fender to kind of draw it to two artists of the time um i like it it's got personality it's got kind of human heart behind it it's got humor behind it um which i think folk music through through the years if you think back to like the the 50s and 60s with dylan and um who was the one who had a guitar that said this this machine kills fascists (laughs) not tom morello though yeah way back in the day there was like a famous famous folk singer who, who I had a guitar that said that in like the 60s. <laughs> this machine kills fascists. Love it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like folk music has its has its roots really in a lot of like protest movements and um, like social change. Um, it does, but is think, he like this? I don't think he's fully like this, but in some of his songs, he's getting across what it's like to be a working class kid. Right. What it's like to grow up in a city that has had a pretty tough time economically in the past decades. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at the moment, but past decades, certainly. Um, and he's not like in your face and making statements, I, I don't think. But it's it's woven through um, delicately. Um, again, it's not the main point of the album. I don't, I don't think he's, this is my political album. But it's making some points, which mm-hmm. I like. Um some tracks days unknown what a rocket love that um love affair that drum beat is boss what a rocket really good that what a rocket um love affair kind of has a an old school western kind of feel to it a kind of galloping da, 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 kind of feel to it which i enjoyed um something in the air oh that was i think one of my favorites just the line something in the air this morning something in the air that's mine to breathe I love that. I don't know why. It just felt very hopeful. Mm. Not a lot of hope at the moment. I like that. <laughs> not, not a lot, but just about some, something in the air that's mine to breathe. 
Love that. Um, songs like Going Out uh, and North End Kids kind of show, again, that folk storytelling ability. And it's not, I'm going to write a 12-minute song like Pink Floyd and it's all about going to the moon and taking drugs and whatever. It's just a real short story. Mm. Like, going out, just a short story about one guy, one girl who I've had enough of going out. You know what I mean? They're nice. It's human. Super enjoyable album. I think it sounds really good. I think his guitar playing is pretty good. Not mind-blowing, but it's really nice, solid stuff. Mm-hmm. I think his band sound pretty good. There's one bit where he, he tells his mate Danny to play his guitar. I love that. Again, it's personality. It's fun. Um, and I think it sounds really good. It's not... One thing, one issue I have with Jerry Cinnamon, some of his stuff can be, I don't know, like a bit, a bit I don't know, a bit slow or a bit... It's not always my vibe, but they, this was really, really good. I downloaded it. I was like, it's getting, it's getting saved. It's getting saved. It's getting put in, in me listen. Um, yeah, production-wise, I think it's great. I think he's got songs that, if you were to play them live, you could really sing along to. Or you could have a little dance to. So, enjoyed it. It Very much enjoyed it. What do you think, Grace? I enjoyed it, too. It's very Alex Turner vibes. Very, mm. very Arctic mm. Monkeys. I had that nose. It sounds like... Um... The Last Shadow Puppets, like mm. all those guitars and like yeah, 60s yeah. sounds. It sounds just the same. Definitely. So I think he starts off sounding less Scouse in the album, but then his accent <laughs> comes out later on. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I think especially straight off the back of listening to Radiohead, it's super different, isn't it? But really? um, for me, much better. We, we turned a corner when... I, when um. <laughs> Mr. Jamie Webster came on. Mm. Um, but yeah, Love Affair, I think you mentioned that one, Adam. I love it. Those rolling toms, I'm all about a rolling tom groove. Come on. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. And then the, the chorus stands out as well. It really builds. It's well defined. All parts of the song, stunning. Electric guitar, belter. I think that's the one where he shouts at his mate to play it. And he plays it. Yeah. He, and he plays, plays it. Solid. That's his stunning. Something in the air. Oh, Adam, we like the same ones. Something in the air. It feels at moments like it could be an ABBA song. Not going to lie. He's he's teetering on the edge of it being a brilliant song <laughs> slash possibly an ABBA song. Maybe you think those things are synonymous. I don't know. Um, But I enjoyed it. Um, What more? A lovely little slam for the government. We love to see it. Love to hear it. Mm. Um. All round, it's just some guy from the Northwest making music casually. And I'm not mad about it. It's like, I don't know how long that can carry on, but for one album, it's a vibe. It'll do. You know? Yeah. Um, the picture confuses me because this picture of him, which I think is this put on sort of what maybe his record company wants everyone to think that people from the northwest look like which isn't far from the truth but he looks about 16 and he's 28 <laughs> you know 28 year olds aren't looking like that anymore. is he 28 yeah he's he's 28 you're yeah. you're so ageist like literally find out he's 28 and you're like stop trying to be I 16 mean, yeah but you look at that picture yeah he's trying to be 16 i i don't think he is he is i think he's just i think that's just how people that's look. not 28 look- you're looking at there 
He looks scouse, though, doesn't he? He does. does and that's scouse. what I think they're scouse trying to do. They're trying to, like, make him the most scouse thing. That's but there's a lot. Point. Do you know, on this picture, it's a bit mad. So he's got a Beatles haircut. Like, we all know mm. that that's, like, that's kind of like um, Beatles for sale vibe. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, yeah. Possibly. It's classic. He's got his uh, jacket on, which is pretty scouse. Do you know what I mean? He's got a face mask attached face to his mask. ear. Yeah, yeah. He does. Mad. He does. That's a statement right it's there. Strange, that, isn't it? I think there's a statement being made. Because that know. last track's about the pandemic, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Did you ever think we'd see this? It's mad, isn't it? Just mm. someone with a... So ingrained in the culture. Strange, yeah. Like in 20 years, that's still going to be there. It's mad. Mm. But um, any other thoughts, Grace? Um, no, I enjoyed it. One thing I, I noticed was that the song tracks, every word has a capital letter, and it reminded me of MSN. And it felt cosy. I enjoyed it. Is Every... that not a normal thing? Is it? I don't think it is. These days, right. This you, is what you've I been listening to Olivia Rodrigo. That's what's been happening. Gen Z. Gen Z don't like capitals, do they? <laughs> they or whatever. It. So weird. I don't understand it. If this was my album, I'd do the same as uh, Jamie Webster. I'd put capitals I enjoyed where it. there needs to be capitals. It reminds me of MSN. And I liked it. <laughs> MSN. That's literally just how you title things. <laughs> it's just grammar. <laughs> so um, but yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think everything sounds great. All the tones, beautiful. Loved it. Hey, Grace. Hey. What What was your MSN name? <laughs> what was your adding? You. The, the bio changed daily. Whoever was your best friend, you put the initials, obviously. Absolutely. And friends come and go, Matt. Those initials change <laughs> regularly. Amazing. Uh, Having said that, I hate that like Liverpool till I die vibe. I actually really enjoyed this album. I Mm. thought it sounded great. Um, That last Shadow Puppets vibe was really great. Um, His voice is great. The guitars are great. Sounds really good. I didn't like all of the songs. Like you know, Davy Kane. I was like, why is this first? Because I don't like the rhymes. There is well, there is no rhymes. I don't really like the song. But then I love Days Unknown, Knock at My Door, something in the air. Like, I loved loads of songs after that. Yeah. And I just thought David Kane could just be at the end of the album. Like, you don't put your... You put your best songs first, don't you? That's what yeah. everyone does. You, know what you I mean? want to set the scene. But, um, yeah, but but I did really think, wow, this sounds great. And um, it sounds different. Like, it does have, like, that... It has a tiny bit of Sam Fender, has a little bit of Alex Turner. It has, but, it, but you're not, like... It sounds like all those things. Like it's just a copy. It does. It does sound great. I really liked it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings out next. To be honest, I'm quite looking forward to it. But um, yeah. But just knock it on the head. That's that um, that Liverpool stuff. You know what I mean? Everyone's got to make their way up somehow. You know. Yeah, that's it, and that's fair enough in it. But I just like Costa del Scouse lad. <laughs> Vividal, Vividal Scotland. Hey, I saw this thing on um on his Wikipedia that I was meant to read out. The Liverpool Echo named Webster as the eleventh most influential Merseysider in its twenty twenty power list. Wow, the Echo is full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that who even was top mean? on their list? Elvenilo. <laughs> That's who was top. They've got it right. <laughs> The echo is not crap. <laughs> Revoke your comments. <laughs> please, please sponsor us. <laughs> Amazing. Well, should we go straight into like, would you rather? So let's just get out of the way because I don't want to hear this. But <laughs> I, I'd rather have Radiohead. Wow. You guys would rather have Jamie, Jamie Webster, Webster, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Support your own. Let's support your own. Support. Let's just go straight into this Scouse Five. Support your own. <laughs> Why am I supporting Southerners? <laughs> Tory Camden. Ed. No. <laughs> Little John Ed, lads. That's what I need. Go on, Jamie boy. <laughs> so, um, should we do some ratings? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So for OK Computer. Two. Are you going two? Two. As I'm. I'm. I'm I'm going to go 3.5. I know I didn't like it, but I can appreciate its cultural importance. And uh, I maybe I didn't hate it as much as I said. I don't love it, but like, I don't hate it, hate it. We've listened to worse, so 3.5. We've listened to a lot worse than this. A lot worse, yeah. Guys, I'm giving it a 5 and it's going in my Hall of Fame. <laughs> Whoa! I knew you wow. were... You're such a tit, you. Wow! <laughs> You're just... This is classic seven behavior. This, this is classic. Like, oh, this it is, is the best. what do you mean classic album, seven behavior? I've no, spent absolutely album, weeks listening to rubbish music. No, no. no. Every <laughs> album that you like, you're like, oh, this is the it's best. It's literally album not ever. true. <gasps> this is the best. Wait until we listen to another one that you enjoy, and that'll be the best you've ever heard. What do you mean? What there. do you mean? So, what do you want me to say? Sorry, <laughs> I, like, I'll give it a four point nine because Grace doesn't want me to give it a five. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's one of the best sounding albums on this list. Full stop. Oh, full, st- full stop. Full stop. No more needed to be said. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Grace. Thanks for the attack. <laughs> Are we? Shall we rate the other one as well? Would you want to? Do we? Do we ever rate? Shut up! Do you know what? I'm kicking you out this Zoom call. See you later. No. I was just gonna give it like a, a a four. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. In ten years, you're not gonna care about this fair. album, though. No, I think I will. You're not gonna care about Radiohead in four years. You're not still gonna. But be it's like, thirty. Oh. It's now thirty years old, isn't it? And people still care about it. No, you're no. You just said before you're not people. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, but we'll all be listening to all too well. Seven hundred minutes long version amen no one does sad songs like taylor swift in history right, classes okay. sound <laughs> i'm giving it a 2.5 it's great wow it's great <sighs> it's great but it's forgettable there's not there's nothing carrying here it's not even proper folk not no. <laughs> <laughs> grace what are you rating it um, 3.8 wow. He'd get a 3 off me If he stopped singing If he said I'm not singing Another Liverpool song ever again Yeah that's that's fair <laughs> It'd be a 5 from me Yeah it would be yeah. There you go Brilliant We're going to quiz in a minute But shall we Just say what Next week's albums are mm. We finally hit One of the big hitters Right Come on As in bands Let it bleed The Rolling Stones Oh, <laughs> more flipping is it horrible that Rolling Stones put Rolling Stones high up on that so list? What was that? Sorry, is there more Rolling Stones? Is it is it biased that they put Rolling Stones high up on the list? Bias from who? I don't think Mick Jagger wrote the list. <laughs> I know, but Rolling oh, Stones. Oh, I oh sorry. Right, I now understand. I now understand. Yeah, I'm is not. Sure. Do you want to know something? Something a bit weird. Go on. Or fun. Never heard of that album name ever. No, I've I never heard it. 
I don't listen to Never any Rolling Stones, to be fair. No, me neither. Mm. Now. Anyway. I just had the T-shirts when I was a kid. And oh, you were one of them, were you? Loved it. I was That's one fair. of them. You do, you. We're going to listen and compare it. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Equals Ed Sheeran. Okay. I haven't listened to a single me, me thing neither, on the album. Which is crazy, isn't it? I didn't know I, it was I out. haven't much either. And I'm going to go see him live. Come on. Yeah, oh, when? Good question. <laughs> In the summer. <laughs> I don't remember. Adam when. doesn't know because it's when Ed Sheeran comes to see Adam. It's not the other way around. Mm, this is, this is true. Brilliant. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's gone down. As he... Um, I don't have high hopes for this I, album. Mm, I, I'm, I may have some high hopes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Right. Shall we quiz? Let. Mm. What time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. Time. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Quizzing Time. Here we go. Can we have a review now, of the I believe, scores? I was about to say, I believe the scores are three all. Mm. Wow. I believe so too. Um, I guess we'll play until five. Mm. Yeah. So it's getting real tight up in here. Um, <laughs> We're getting real tight up in here. Real tight up in here. Guys, today's quiz mm. is the top 10 songs of 1997. <gasps> 1997 saw a mixed bag of music among years, the among the year's top yeah. songs. Well, you know. Nostalgia's I, I think. I literally don't. 1997 saw a mixed bag of music among the year's top songs, including new artists, notorious rappers, and a knighthood, nope, a knighted superstar singing about the death of a princess. But well, how well do you remember Goodbye, 1997? Knowledge. Can't say very well. Sam. Sam. I am going to get my coin flipping app heads, up heads. here. Grace, you're saying heads. saying heads. Let's toss it. Here we go. Let's I toss can't it. see. That is heads. Yes. Come on. Grace, you go first. Ready. Or do you want to defer? Um, to you? What do you think I want? Right. No, I'm no not messing doing around. That. Right. No All messing right. around. I'll have you it. either. Take I'll it. Have it. Okay. Okay. If this is trash, I swear. <laughs> first question. Put that, it, put that as the, uh, as the <laughs> teaser. If this is trash, I swear. <laughs> Question number one for you, Grace. Mm. Sir Elton John's oh, tribute to Princess Diana, the double-sided Candle in the Wind, 1997, mm. slash The Way You Look Tonight. Okay. The Way You Look Tonight is one of the best songs ever, by the way. Garnered the top spot for the year. The song, however, was originally written for what fallen icon when it first hit the chart? We've literally talked about this on this podcast. Many times. Matt has sung the first line. Countless times. You have to push you for an answer. Mariah Carey. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? Fallen icon. Oh, no. Mariah Carey's still alive. Bon- no, <laughs> no. Matt, I'm going to pass it over to you. Is it Marilyn Monroe? It's Marilyn Monroe. <gasps> right. uh. Goodbye, Norma Jean. My goodness. I'm annoyed. 
Mariah Carey. Because I was going, and then I couldn't think of who it was. I was like, Mariah Carey. Goodbye, all I want for Christmas. Goodbye, we belong together. Goodbye, Whistletown. Matt, question for you. After winning the best new artist Grammy in 1996 for Blue, Leanne Rhymes came back strong with How Do I Live? Absolute tune. The number two song of 1997. What movie's soundtrack featured this song performed on the soundtrack by a different artist? If you know me at all, this is one of my favourite films of all time. Is it, yeah? It is. I didn't know she was in Star Wars episode 4. No, no. This is... <laughs> this, this is my legit best film of all time. Is it? Yeah. I don't watch I, films. I tell everyone about this film. And it's and also partly because of this song that Le- of Leanne Rhymes that's on it. But what's the film? I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, don't know. I'm going to say, I can't think of anything that, I can only think of soundtracks from other things, so I'm going to say Armageddon. No, but good guess, to be fair. But no. Uh, Grace, do you want to venture? Your best, your favourite film? My favourite film. What? Maybe I don't talk about it all the time, but it is my favourite film. Harry Potter. I'm going to say you've never told me this. I need to talk about no, them. No idea. The film is Con Air. Oh my days, Con Air. Have you guys never watched Con Air? Never even heard of it. Nicholas Cage at his absolute best. It was during the during the time when Nicholas Cage was like on fire. <laughs> Face off and Con Air. He was he was living the dream. Incredible. And Leah Rimes is on it. Anyway. Grace, your question. I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, ranked third for the year. Who also performed on this chart-topping hit? Jeez Louise. That's hard. Can you tell me who you've already told me, as if that's going to make a difference? Um, Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. Mm, two of my favourite artists. Um... Mm-hmm. You're a big P. Diddy fan. <laughs> Do you know who on earth? I don't know. Snoop Dogg. No, although... Not a bad guess, you know. Not a bad guess, Matt. I'm going to say Notorious B.I.G. The song was about the Notorious Uh B.I.G. The the other performance on the track was 112. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was going to be my second guess. Yeah, no idea. Matt. (laughs) 112. Matt. Question for you. I don't know who, who's who got a point at the it's moment. one to me. One nil to you. See whether you can extend that lead, Matt. Uh, your question, here it comes, and it's about the Notorious B.I.G. In August 1997, Mo Money, Mo Problems. <laughs> Mo Money, Mo Problems became the Notorious B.I.G.'s second and final pop number one. Oh, dear. What was the man also called Biggie Smalls's? Real name. Stop that. Give me the real name of Biggie Smalls. I've seen I've seen the doc as well. There you go. I I'm not gonna be able to pull this out of thin air. Just the first name. Oh, is it? I well I'll I'll take that from you. It could be anything, there. Yeah, really good. 
I'm going to say, I'm just going to pick a random name, but I'm going to say Charles. Oh, no. Closer. Grace, do you want to hazard the guess? Exactly. Okay. It was close, close-ish. Again, I'll take the first name from you. <sighs> if you can't give the full name. You know if Grace gets this from... Oh, that's close. I'll be furious. <laughs> so furious. That's close to Charles. <laughs> Charlie. But I feel you're both going to kick. I'm going, that's not close to Charles at all. Well, all right. tough. Tough. <laughs> my quiz, my rules. <laughs> Chandler. <sighs> Christopher. Christopher oh. Wallace. Oh, that's it. I knew that. Man. I knew that. <laughs> Oh, so close. Do I get a point for having the first three letters? No, I, I got, I got the letters. first three letters. <laughs> you no, you got yeah. the first three. <laughs> Grace, your question. Oh, God. Okay. And we're going over to the female artists of 1997. What female artist sang You Were Meant For Me, the number five hit of 1997? It was number five. No one knows what's going on at number five in the charts. Wow. You were meant for me. You were meant for me. Female artist. Solo it's artist. Just, solo artist, just one word. She's she's like Prince and Cher. Just got oh, that is too much Adele. of a clue. Ma- just got one. Madonna. Oh, I'm fed up with this quiz. It's I, a good I, guess, I, but it's not right. Oh, it's not right. Goodness. It's not right. It's a good guess, but it's not right. Matt, who sang You Were Meant For Me? The number five hit of 1997. One one word name. <laughs> I can't think of any. All I can think of is JoJo, but she was from the 2000s. So, um... <laughs> Get out now, right now, go. <laughs> the best. I'm going. I'm going. Jo- the... I'm going JoJo. Going JoJo. Close. Jewel. I don't know who that is. Who has recently switched musical gears and recorded a country album? Oh. Is it? Good luck. Good luck to you, Jewel. <laughs> Matt? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. With the help of Maze, Puff Daddy holds down the number six slot for 1987. With Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. What? Which songs does it sample? And I'm going to give you a list. And I get to pick from the list. Aye. Uh, yeah. Yeah, come on. Sam. Which songs or song, song or songs does it sample? Hang on, song or is it song or songs? How many do let I me, need? Let me let me read let me read the list. So, I'll read the I'll read the question out again, and I'll read the list with the help of Maze. Puff Daddy holds down the number six slot for nineteen eighty seven with "Can't Nobody Hold Me Down." Which songs does it sample? "Break My Stride" by Matthew Wilder, "The Message" by Grandmaster Flash. Neither of those songs. Or both of those oh, songs. Now, if it's neither, that's really that's a stupid question. That's like mm. very misleading. Are there other ones that you might have left off? Then that's no. what. That was the whole list. I think it's both. You would be correct. Yes, it is both. Puff Daddy's second top 48. I remember it well. Six years old. <laughs> the maze. 2-0 now to Matt. Yes. Oh, rip it in. Grace, your question. Okay. This is about someone you know, though. Ooh. Usher. 
a shit. I, a we shit. know each other on a personal level, yeah. He burst onto the music scene with <laughs> You're Making Me Wanna. <laughs> oh my God. The number seven song of 1997. Can you tell me? <laughs> I love this group. <laughs> what did it, he want to do? <laughs> in what city was he born? <laughs> that is a Shut up. Question. Shut your face. Oh. <laughs> It's so stupid. All of those facts, all those facts, just to say where was he born. <laughs> I what I will take from you, Grace. Yeah, I will take, I will take either the city, don't say or the state. state. And you're gonna say or that? I feel you like what? we just got to. You gotta, don't know the state he was born in. You got 50, 50 <laughs> chances. Is, A one in fifty chance. Is it because the city's quite unknown? No, no, it's a well-known state. Oh, it's a well-known state. And a well-known... <laughs> they're all well-known states. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of those lesser states like Massachusetts. No, it's, um, <laughs> it's a well-known city in a well-known state. Usher, Usher. Yeah! Little, little John there for you. Ooh, 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 welcome he, welcome to the podcast, little John. He was born <laughs> in Detroit. Face. Oh, oh my gosh, I thought I thought I, right. you can't be playing these games. <laughs> Not Detroit. Uh, Chicago. Oh, oh now I've got to go further south. It's born in Dallas, Texas. Oh, that does make yeah. a lot of sense, doesn't it? I've never read Usher speak. You know, so. <laughs> no, me neither. I had to think he has a Texas accent, though. Uh, I'm going to be singing oh. that song now with a Texas accent. <laughs> Matt, your question. In 1997. It's academic, right? Surely there can't be that many more questions. But this is question eight out of ten. Academic. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know what you're saying by that. What I'm saying is Grace can't come back. That's what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's null and void, but for the content. 1997. Chart newcomers, the Spice Girls. Yes. Scored four top 40 hits. Don't say name all four. No, no. But can you tell me which one went to number one and placed eighth for the year? Let's think about this. His love for the Spice Girls. How, many, how many can I name? I can name one of them. <laughs> and that is it. Goodbye. That one. Mama. Mama. <laughs> Two become one. There's many hits, man. Two become one. Can anyone do the dance? It doesn't work for this, but two to, to become one. Is that, I think it's something that? like that, and it like goes up or something. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say wannabe. The correct choice was wannabe. This is an unfair. Which spent advantage. four weeks at the top, and yeah, if you hadn't gone first, that would have been yeah. your question. <laughs> it's just all the questions for. Back to you, though, Grace. Ah. The fourth. So if you ask me where someone was born song. again. No, no, this isn't. This isn't. Where was Posh Spice born? <laughs> <laughs> I want their ages when they were in the Spice Girls. <laughs> the fourth number two song to make the top 10 of 1997 but... came courtesy of Orlando, <laughs> Florida's Backstreet Boys. The fourth number two, is that what he said? I did. Sam, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Can you tell me what did the Backstreet Boys ask a certain girl to quit playing games with in the number nine song of the year? The heart. Come on. We're the heart. playing games with my heart. Yay! Absolutely, that is the correct one. 
ทริกก่อนที่แบบคริสเซย์เกย์ฟอร์ฮอตไอ้ที่คุณจะพาไปคริสวอชมิวอชมิเกลอ๋อสอรี่จะถามคำถามอ๋อสอรี่เฮ้ยแต่เย่สักฟรีวอร์ดนะเย่เย่นั่นมันเอ็มไม่สอรี่ซักทริกวอชมิเอ็นวูกโอ้ไอ้ลูกเอ็นวูกรานซ์อัพ1997ท็อป10ลิสต์วิดดอลล่าเกลเย่I thought you were going to ask me what was the song. I was hoping to say, "Don't let go." Well, what was the song's one-word subtitle? So, "Don't let go." Brackets. You know, for Grace, you've sang some of these songs for her. I don't know this song. What? I don't. Do you know it? Are you joking? I don't know it. It's one of the best songs of all time. That's not it. They did it on X Factor all the time. Don't let go. Know that one? Da, 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 da. Come, we all know this song. I gotta tell you, I've never heard this. You've heard this song. Hmm. Can you tell me the song's one word subtitle? It's something. I'm gonna say vibey. Don't let go. Don't let go, vibey. Vibey. Grace, <laughs> don't let go. Brackets, please. Please don't let go. Love, <sighs> love. Don't let go. Love. It's the fifth of our top songs that never reached the top spot. Can you go and listen to this song like after this because you Send will it. not regret it. It'll get turned on in the shower. Absolute sass. <laughs> Absolute sass. And that's the end of quiz time. Matt pulls into lead four three. For now. For now. It's. For now, it's going to be all to play for next week. It's match point. Come on. <laughs> it's match point. Can he go for advantage? Deuce. Deuce. I'm going for the, the deuce. Go for the deuce. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Need to. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining us for another edition of Quiz and Time. We will be back very soon with more quiz shenanigans. <laughs> what time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. Amazing. Well. Tune in next week's folks, next week's, next week, folks, to see a triumphant, victorious, wow, El Vanilla. That is a big promise. Bold statement for a loser. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Bold. That's what my so the the band is called Anxious Dogs or whatever it was. What well, Nervous Dogs. <laughs> And the album title is Bold Statement for a Loser. That is going to be... <laughs> that is a winner. Brilliant. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure to be here with you today. Proper True pleasure. Joy. Mm. Thank you all for listening so much. Why don't you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Go grab a t-shirt on Teespring. Uh, leave a positive review on iTunes or anywhere that lets you leave reviews. Um, hit up our Google, you know what I mean? Mm. Google mm. review. Okay. Google review. Google Trip it. No, I don't um, know. Trip advisor us. Yep. You know. Yep. <laughs> sort it out. Give us a Yelp. Uh, <laughs> give us a Yelp. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you next time with the Rolling Stones' "Let It Bleed" and "Equals" by Ed Sheeran. Bye.
Guys, have a great week. Yes, absolutely. See you soon. Ta-da.